0: Makes those rainbows in my mind, then I'll sing of you sometime, and I will spend some time
1: with you. Double. just the two of us, we can make it if we try. <laughs> just the two of us, just the two of
0: us, just, just the two, two of us, recording a podcast just
2: in my room, sky. just, just
0: the two, two of us. us.
2: <laughs> Just
0: of us. And I'm your co-host DJ. And
2: I'm your co-host Evan.
0: And this is the Review a New Podcast and here we like to go through the films of our favorite filmmakers, grown up and analyze their works as adults who are actually paying attention to what they're about and shit. <laughs> but uh you know, this year this one came out uh Very suddenly this year, yeah, very,
2: (laughs) very timely,
0: very unexpected. Like we had, I had
2: no idea. It was like a couple weeks ago, (laughs) yeah, that our other roommate was like, "Hey, you know, there's Borat Two coming out." We're "Uh?" like, "What?" And there's, it's, yeah, Borat Two just Borat Two is
0: here, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Was it Lemonade that Beyonce? Yeah, yeah, it's Sasha Baron Cohen's Lemonade just appeared out of nowhere. Like,
0: wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, like um, yeah we cause we we were just planning organically to do just Sasha Baron Cohen like oh yeah that's the next guy we should talk about and then it was just like we, bleh, bleh,
1: bleh. Yeah, Where and and when
2: we were doing Kevin Smith, he decided he was going to do Clerks three. I think I think we're a good luck charm. Mm-hmm. Like any any director who feels like they're kind of struggling and oh they, yes. you know they really want to have their big comeback, just give us a call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that's what we do. We revive careers yeah. uh, here. Uh, well, I mean, I guess not really in the case of Kevin. No, <laughs> he was, we, we give you the we, creative spark. Uh, we,
2: we revived Borat <laughs> apparently.
0: We used our powers we'll t- for we'll good.
2: Fully take the credit for that, <laughs> uh and I, yeah, somebody posted. They were like, the, "The if if 2020 wasn't enough, now we're gonna end the year with people doing Borat voices." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and boys, there are a lot of "wah wah, wee, wah in this movie. Yes,
2: I feel like he says "wah wah we wah" yeah. so much more.
0: Yeah, because I remember, like in the first movie, it was usually when something sexual was happening, like, it was yeah. like "oh, some of oh wah wah, wee, wah. And now yeah. it's just like any sort of general yeah. excitement. Yeah, although.
2: He, that's occurring to me after the fact, and it didn't like grate on me while I was. Yeah, right. The like it, yeah. it,
0: it, it was fine that it was. Ha- I wasn't yeah. annoyed by it because right. there was so much other things happening there, that the fact that the catchphrases were there like wasn't detracting from the overall like there, how the comedy was kept hitting you. Yeah, you know? there
2: was so much happening. Yeah. Uh, oh
0: my god.
2: Well, where do we start with this? I guess um, uh, the I guess just let's start from the beginning. Yeah, we- I, I, I'll start by saying this is
0: probably the most like legit documentary of 2020 <laughs> we've ever like. I as I'm watching these like as you know we were we watched it together uh, a couple of nights ago on, on Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, 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 that's that's what it was on, right? Yeah, and like just watching this movie unfold to me, it was just like every joke just felt like. Sasha Baron Cohen just like, yep, here's this ridiculous thing from the last presidency and I'm going to stamp that reference right there. Here's this ridiculous thing and I'm going to stamp that reference right there. Like, it just hits you so much in such a, like this is a contemporary film of our time sort of way it's just like the way it kept happening like in the way things would be revealed like uh like oh he shot this during the time of the shutdown where no one's out and that and that like and he uses that as the plot device for you know hanging out with this person or that person it's just yeah. such a, a, a like, lot of puzzle it, box well put together sort of a, film a
2: lot of it was shot post, you know, like, during the pandemic, yeah. like, after the pandemic started. And I will say, I spent so much time being worried about, <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> about <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen and the actress playing his daughter. But uh, but it looks like they, they did take a lot of precautions. There were times that you could see that something was green screen. Mm-hmm. Um, there were things that were shot in other countries where the pandemic's under much better control. Uh, yeah. So... Um, You know, I I think he did uh, a reasonable amount to keep himself safe, although there were definitely some moments where uh, where there was some risky business happening. I I
0: mean, just risky business in general. Like, there's one point where he's wearing a bag on his head and almost gets hit by a freaking car.
2: Yes, that, the driving. (laughs) Oh, my God. This this was somewhat the case in the first movie, too, but the driving in this just made me so nervous the whole time. Like, every time he was in the car, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, it really
0: pushes <laughs> up against, like, this is really happening way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Anytime something involves, like, automobiles. Like, you, you ever watch, like, fail videos online? And, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, in general, like, skateboarding fails or whatever. But, like, I can't watch the car crash fails one. Because it's like, oh. that's m- heavy machinery moving around, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Um, and, it, that, it, like, it never lost that spark of, like, the sort of, I know this can't be true, but god damn it you're just looking like how did he do that shot how did he do that shot like you get that exact same feeling like you got with the first one and he's and he he, like expands upon it and does even much more like he really brings Borat to 2020 with uh, all these references like this presidency has been so goddamn ridiculous to see it reflected back like through his comedy is just such a like such a just like wow I, we really were living through a fucking Sacha Baron Cohen movie, weren't yeah. we? And it's
2: weird. I mean, I do feel the need to point out, like, this movie is technically a work of fiction. Obviously, a lot of it oh, is yes. scripted. A lot of it is plotted. There are... Uh, the, the woman who plays his daughter is a 24-year-old actress. Yeah, it's about as realistic um, as
0: a Michael Moore documentary. <laughs> right. Uh, and,
2: you know, and there are things that look real that were somewhat manipulated and staged. And of we'll, course. we'll get to that yeah, later. For the purpose of the uh, narrative, yeah. But... Nonetheless, this is very much, you know, reflecting the recent to current reality back at us in a way that, yeah, yeah. it was very like the very it, first, very startling. Yeah,
0: the very first thing he did, like as making reference to the jokes, was talking about, uh, um, how you know the worst president uh, of ever happened to America. Barack Obama yeah. and then Trump came and made everything better. And then what did he say? Uh, with, with his super powered group of friends. And he mentions all of these people and shows all of these like very clearly like shady looking pictures that he's taken with these like super, pow- super power, people. And how he's, you know, uh, connected himself with people like, what is it? Bolsonaro and things yeah. like that. And then the last of the names that he mentions is and Kenneth West. And it's just like that sort of like smack your face oh, that wasn't a joke. That is so reality. Oh, no. Like, Ka- Kanye really is friends with, like, yeah. Trump, and that is a thing. Like, that's not an exaggeration he's doing. Like, in the past, it would be like, oh, you know, oh, it, it, wouldn't it be crazy if uh, Borat said that George Bush was hanging out with Ted Nugent or something like that? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. but he actually is hanging yeah. out with the crazy dude, Kanye West. Oh, my God. Like, you know what? It's that sort of pushing up against the, like, I'm not even making jokes. I'm just showing you how yeah, crazy real life is right now. Yeah,
2: was i feel i'm getting deja vu like i might have mentioned this before but there was a novelist who wrote a political satire that came out in 2016 and it and it was not it was supposed to be this over-the-top political satire and it seems tame now (laughs) compared (laughs) and it's just like the shit going on right now is so ridiculous on so many levels that Yeah, it's It's so hard to satirize it. Yeah, you see so many things now where it's like you know the whole pose law thing where you can't tell the difference Mm -hmm. between uh, genuine extremism and satire, and I feel like pose law has just gone absolute, absolutely wild now (laughs) because you know you could see somebody posting on Facebook that you know Trump has mind reading powers and is going to. Uh, save all the unborn babies by teleporting them into the uterus of an endangered elephant, and it's just like and I don't, I don't know. Maybe you really think that, yeah. It's like know. if it's
0: on Reddit, if it doesn't have that S slash next to it, I'm like, I, ooh, are they big? Are yeah. they big? That's, it's a thank, crazy thank shot. Thank God for believe.
2: whoever invented the slash S. That was <laughs> very important.
0: So uh, I think I, I think I would want to start it with, um, basically, I love how the movie subverts the narrative of. Uh, the Kazakhstani people being angry about the first Borat movie. I think yeah. we should start with that. Because literally, it's like, it's kind of like they get their voice and being able to say, fuck you, Borat, you suck, you made us look bad. Yeah. You know, like, I love that they get that off of the bat, right? Yeah. And, uh, like, because there's one point where he's talking to his sons who his neighbor has, like, taken from him somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it says one of the guys whose name was, what was his name? Some sort of reference to, like, Boy George Huey or something. Huey mm-hmm. Lewis. Louis. Yes, eighties Earth. Yeah, Huey yeah, Lewis. He goes like, "I would rather change my name uh, to uh, Jeffrey Epstein." Yeah. I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" Yeah. Um and um. So from that, we learned that he has a a daughter that he. You know. Well,
2: so we, we forgot to mention at the very beginning, oh, we right find right. out Borat has been in a gulag for the last
0: Yes, yes, you see him turn years. around with really uh, bushy face and says, uh, that is me, Borat. And he makes some, like the opening joke where he references the not thing. Yeah, like, my life I mean, is very good, not. But it works so perfect as yeah. an opening line that he's just like, oh, here we go. And,
2: um, <laughs> and he gets pulled out, and it's, it's interesting. So I, I just actually read, there was a piece on Slate Um, where uh, the author actually had adopted a baby from Kazakhstan. And so he was talking about what Kazakhstan's actually like and the things that, you know, what it's actually like versus what it's depicted in Borat. Um, And it's not just Kazakhstan isn't as shitty as it's depicted in Borat. It's actually really different in a lot of ways, like, The Kazakhstan depicted in Borat seems to be Eastern European, because it's shot largely in Romania, Um, and, you know, Eastern European people are cast, but um, Kazakh people are descended from, uh, from Genghis Khan, they look Asian, and... It's actually a majority Muslim country, which makes it really funny when you think back Mm. to the first movie where somebody said he looks like a Muslim and he goes, no, I am Kazakh. I follow the hawk. (laughs) It's like, no, he actually probably would be Mm. uh, would be Muslim. But um, but, you know, so it really is. It's not just this is we're making Kazakhstan look really shitty. It's really kind of an alternate reality. Oh, and like they're not. Particularly, anti- they actually have like almost no incidents of anti-Semitism. It's kind of like it's
0: like, but like, like in in the frame of how the movie's trying to frame itself, it's like this is the reflection of what America thinks of the you know right. Eastern Ca- and you know so, I mean? so, like they don't know the difference and right. they, you know like so, yeah. So
2: bunny ears Kazakhstan mm-hmm. is just every bit of a sort of stereotype of a Soviet bloc country, and the president. <laughs> Uh, the presidential palace looks like this miserable, like, yeah. it looks like some East German office building. And yeah. the president's office is like this horrible, really darkly lit, like, dark <laughs> storeroom that looks like, you know, there, there's just like boxes piled up and, um, and he, he just looks like, you know, some terrible warehouse delivery manager. <laughs> like, he sort of just looks um, like a delivery manager in yeah. a warehouse. And, um, <laughs> and so the president pulls Borat out of the gulag and says, okay, I've got a mission for you. Uh, here's how you're going to make us look better. Mm. You're going to get Trump to be friends with me by delivering a gift to uh to Mike Pence because you can't get close to Trump you can get to Mike Pence mm-hmm. um, and you're gonna bring him. This chimp. They kept saying a monkey. It was, right. I think. It was oh, a oh
0: chimp. he specifically can't get close to Trump because he took a shit in front of his right. hotel for the first movie. Right. I and mean, they love they it. They
2: had the clip back to him <laughs> who was in front of Trump Tower, um, <laughs> and so they're going to send him this chimp who is an astronaut and a porn star, and also I think the <laughs> minister of finance. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, so they they pack Borat off, and he he gets oh, but before he leaves. Yes, you were mentioning. He, met, he,
0: he meets his daughter. He, he
2: goes back to his hometown, and and Lunell is not in the movie. Apparently, mm-hmm. she was not sure if she was going to be in the movie or not. She posted on Instagram that she got paid for it just in case because it was like a union thing. Nice. Um, but she she isn't in the film. I, you know, there's not really much about what happened. I
0: mean, they do um, have a nice black woman substitute yeah, in well, the, the film, who's they, awesome.
2: They lampshaded that really yes. well. But, so, um, but so... We'll get to it. <laughs> so Borat finds out that he has a daughter he didn't know about. She's 15, mm-hmm. so presumably this daughter was born to the wife who was killed by a bear in the first right. Borat yeah. movie. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while he was in America. Um, and so she is you know, out back in a shed, chained up in the grass.
0: Yeah, watching TV. Watching,
2: right. And oh my lord. filthy. This is
0: how I knew this was going to be a really good movie. She's
2: watching this. It looks like Cinder. It looks like Disney Cinderella. Yes. It looks like a princess, like a Disney princess movie. But it's about Melania. Yes. It's about Melania Trump. And it's about, like, how at the ball uh president trump saw her and it like shows him getting an erection yes but it's so well done like the art yes. of, it looks like trump it looks like melania it looks
1: like
0: a disney movie and it like, looks
2: like a disney movie it's really well done yeah
0: it's and, it's a sort of like the dedication to the bit
2: you know yeah, and the and the narration which is in english you know a little bit of a, a you know fourth wall but yeah. whatever uh the The narration is talking about how you know Princess Melania won the heart of president of, of fat President Trump, and <laughs> and
0: they kept using the word turgid to describe his penis.
2: Yeah,
0: oh god, <laughs> um, turgid.
2: And so she's uh, the daughter Tutar is, you know, her greatest dream is to be like Melania.
0: Mm, she wants to be a Disney and, princess and, and she, have all that. And,
2: yeah. you know, she's just sitting there just absolutely, like, looking like a feral child. <laughs> um, and Borat comes in, and he's like, what's going on? And she's she says, she's 15, he says, you're the oldest unmarried woman in Kazakhstan. And <laughs> she looks over at a peer who is somewhat cleaner and in a nicer cage and, like, flipping her off. <laughs> um, so... And and he responds very negatively. He does not want to have anything to yeah, do with his and, daughter.
0: And she, now she wants to come to America because she's you know seeing the really nice. You right. Know.
2: She she asked him to take her to America with him, and she and he says no, and he. And he leaves. Yeah. And
0: as he's um, leaving. It's, it, it's
2: a nice subversion of the send off in the first one. Yeah. Was,
0: everyone's shouting at him. One woman says, be gone. May all your shits have antlers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It took me a second to give. I was like, wait, why would they have? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the sole purpose. of punishing you. Yeah. While you shit. In,
2: yes. It's, just a, it's <laughs> the genius. exact opposite. Everybody's good riddance never come back. Yeah. So he gets to America. Um. After taking a steamer ship that just goes all over, yeah, all, all out of the, of the way
0: because he, he's not getting a good, you know, ticket. He has to take this. Yeah, yeah. yeah he gets to America.
2: Trail. He's delivered a crate with the chimp in it.
0: And, and then there's a guy who who helps him and there's uh, a guy get it, helps it out. Him
2: open the crate. Yeah,
0: and you know it looks like he, he this guy doesn't know what's going right. on.
2: So. And, and the crate opens and Tutar pops out mm-hmm. and has some blood on her face. Yes, and he looks in and the chimp oh the half eaten corpse of the just, chimp oh is in the crate with her and um and she says He asks if she ate the monkey, and she says, no, he ate himself. He ate himself, even though there's a
0: freaking head left. Somehow he ate himself. (laughs) Uh, And I just love seeing, like, the reaction of the dude, because, you know, he goes, uh, you know, he sees that she's there, and he goes, oh, no, put the thing back on, put it back on. And so he's asking the guy, like, oh, okay. So he starts nailing it back down. It's like, oh, my Jesus. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, another one of those just, like, just fucking with a person moments, but using the plot to do that in the same way that, have you seen that movie yet? Um. The movie with Eric Andre, I think uh, I told you about no, it I this haven't. year, uh, is like Hard Driver, Slow Driver, something like that. Yeah, just ha- like the breaking reality of like, oh, the plot is this, but like if someone did this in a plot in an actual movie, people around him wouldn't react in that realistic yeah. way. Like, I love that sort of yeah. shit, you know? Then we get to the scene where he's he's trying to do something, but everyone's recognizing him.
2: Oh, Right, we skipped, Such yeah. a great moment, and it's it's great. It is again using the real world mm-hmm. because everybody recognizes Borat. And yeah, so everyone he's, would he's, recognize
0: he's, him in real he's life.
2: Running around like and trying to disguise himself, and everybody's coming up to him, Borat, Borat. Yeah, doing yaki.
0: the joke like, yeah, Yekshmas, yeah.
2: Borat. And, um, <laughs> and say, y- say what are we? <laughs> so he goes to disguise himself. He goes into like a spirit of Halloween type, yes, type costume shop, and. So you know how those Halloween stores—they always have like they'll have Shaggy from Scooby Doo, but it says Beatnik. Or, right, like, right. They'll have Jack Sparrow, and it just says Pirate. Um, and they have a Borat costume that just says Stupid Foreign Reporter. <laughs> and and, and, and like, like, wow, you couldn't have written that joke better? <laughs> Yeah. You like, could oh. have read that And better. apparently, uh, I read, apparently the costume shop guy didn't recognize him and didn't yeah. know who he was. And so he was just <laughs> like, huh, oh, that kind of looks like you. And he's like, no, it doesn't. And I happen.
0: love it goes like, no, that looks like you. Like the way he's, he, he kind of looks like, he's just like, dude, don't be stupid. That, like, is it, like, totally, he doesn't realize. He's just like, do you not realize that you are a guy in this world who looks like this person? Like, yeah. it's such a genuinely, wonderfully played moment. Because like, in a movie, you would want that dialogue to mm-hmm. be there. And the fact that he actually responds that way, is like this movie just came together so perfectly like just every moment just feels like holy shit how does he keep getting these things like how yeah. does he keep capturing this shit
2: and he um and he buys a lot of costume pieces although i suspect that uh, a lot of his costumes were not from oh yeah <laughs> not from the Halloween a little bit a little bit more high quality but so he has these great disguises uh, he uses a fat suit yes. and, and this like big bushy wig and this big beard and really is unrecognizable mm. um, and uh, oh. and he has like this long long gray hair that he wears a lot and just yeah really fantastic
0: so he he uh... He's messing with this guy at this computer store. <laughs> mm-hmm. try, you know he messes with multiple guys at computer stores because right. the first one is him it's, figuring out what to
2: send a fax he's trying to no, a, no no no
0: that, that's not the first one is. the first one is him trying to figure oh, out phones oh when he's buying a smartphone. yeah because he doesn't, no, yeah, he doesn't know what they are yet because he says everyone's walking around with calculators why does everyone like calculators all of a sudden and yeah. so yeah he gets debriefed on like what they are yeah. and so yeah in a great scene where uh, so they're at the computer store and you can see his screen like that's on his phone on yeah. the actual big computer and you know the guy's talking to him trying to figure out how to do it and he says like oh what if I want to uh, go to a restaurant I want to get a uh, roast chicken maybe later and some dessert I'll look up uh, spit
2: uh... roasting cream pie <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's not, but I know what he's doing
0: and so it comes up on a porn thing and he's like oh well that's uh that's part. he's like oh that's just here that's what well, I need to Okay, I, uh, we can figure this out later. I'll go to the bathroom. And then you just see, you know, he didn't take see, off the screen thing. And
2: it says tall white man with big black lady. Yes.
0: Big African woman, big, white man. Big African, <laughs>
2: yeah, that's it. It says big African woman with tall white man. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then it goes to the computer scene where he's trying to fax, he's faxing back uh, people mm-hmm. from, you know, his from, home country.
2: From the, the president.
0: And of, now of this
2: is where yeah. I was trying to figure out, I was like, yeah, are faxes still a they, like who you, needs this? <laughs> I I don't know why, but faxes are still a thing as having being a parent and having to deal with like medical records which mm. for some reason always have to be faxed. Uh. It's yeah, it's really irritating. So
0: yeah, it was just funny to see like, you know, the joke being like, Oh, Borat's behind on his technology and then here's the scene where it's just like what does anyone still use this anymore? Why is this like this anachronistic thing that is still here by arbitration of like there are certain needs for it, but like it's yeah. just so funny to see it. Like, who <laughs> you know, it's so ridiculous. He's sending back these sending back and forth these uh communications.
2: He gets a he gets a picture of a dick at first and then <laughs> sorry, wrong person meant to send that to and my then, sister, yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> and yeah. so, so he tells him, like, what would you like to fax? And he says, sup, and I'm yeah. Like, like yeah. at first, like, first I thought, I
2: at first I thought it was an acronym or something. Yeah. And, and the, he's like,
0: "No, SUP. What's up?"
2: Yeah. And <laughs> the, like, oh my the, god! And the premier sends him back an entire page of angry faces.
0: Well, first he sends him back sup, question mark."
2: Yeah. <laughs> like he sends
0: him back man. and then he says, "He says, tell him." chillin
2: yeah. <laughs> like so literally just like
0: like a text exchange he, what's up what's up oh chillin
2: because he did remember some american slang right right trip yes like yes 14 years in the gulag <laughs>
0: and so yeah yeah he has to tell him that like all oh, the monkey mission fucked up so he sends him the, the the paper full of angry faces and says like you know you will make this right or we'll kill you
2: right and then so he's <laughs> thinking about it and oh, and he happens
0: to uh, catch a little bit of TV, right?
1: right
2: yeah, the TV is uh, is a convenient device there, and uh, it's talking about Mike Pence, right? You're, oh,
0: did you see the specific clip that I was don't playing at that moment? I don't it was Trump with Jeffrey Epstein oh, saying, "Oh yeah, doesn't right. that chick look hot?" or something like right. that, you know?
2: Right, and then and then he says, but then he's talking about Mike Pence, and he says he's such a pussy hound, he can't be left alone <laughs> with a woman. Yes, <laughs>
0: um, and again, it's like. This is so incredibly wild that, like, this is a thing that a vice president has actually said that, oh, I can't be left alone with another woman because, you know, uh, you, you, the, the male urges just might take over, you know, like, all the implied bullshit, yeah. like, the poisonous fucking, uh, what do you, the toxic masculinity that people like this, of this stature, try to talk around, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, oh, well, it's just dignified to not be around anyone it's in like, a room that's not your wife. Like,
2: just, just <laughs> say what you mean. You are literally worried you're going to sexually <laughs> assault
1: someone exactly you control yourself yeah
2: um so then his daughter pops up and we have to talk about this actress for a second mm. this is a 24 year old Bo- bulgarian woman who they just found she's like a new i, I mean, could have I swore think
0: she was from something
2: she no she does have an acting degree i think she went to acting school but she hasn't really been in anything she's fantastic she is so funny she's a great foil
0: for her she's
2: so funny and she like she
0: clean like she is adapts to different scenes perfectly with what she's mm -hmm. doing because first she's the feral child and then she kind of becomes the pretty looking it's
2: amazing she uglies up so well and she also cleans up so well so when at this beginning part she's like Really, just like looks awful. Like, she's she's, like blood she's, stains on her face. She's got face. blood stains on her face. She's got like the unibrow. And yeah, she's of course. Dirty in her hair. looks like a bird's nest. Look,
0: looks like the chick from. Looks like Yolande Visser from freaking. Uh, yeah, group. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the uh, <laughs> De- Edward Young. Yeah.
2: And she. Um, and she's like pressed up against the glass like with her like <laughs> doing the pig nose yeah, on the glass nose, and, like yeah. <laughs> and um and he gets the idea that he is going to give his 15-year-old daughter as a gift to Mike Pence and then we get the pretty woman sequence mhm oh my god
0: so, so he goes to the instagram influencer right right and, and she
2: and this this girl she's she's sitting hunched forward like literally in this almost, like, monkey posture with her entire, like, her forearms entirely on the couch next to her legs Mm. and just this, like like absolute shitty and grin. Now the the influencer later said she was like, I knew this was an actress. I didn't know what she was doing. It seems
0: but, like that. You know. Yeah, yeah. But
2: yeah, this girl who is a, a, apparently an Instagram influencer and a sugar baby is giving her advice on how to marry a rich old man.
0: Yeah. And now the way I look at it is this is like, you know, they say like, yes, like, oh I knew that wasn't real. I knew that this was real. But it's just like I don't think about it in terms, like, when I'm watching the movie, I think of, like, they did a good job at getting the plot that they wanted out of this person through what they used. Like, that's how I think about it. You know, I don't think it's like, oh, this person's actually really awful. I think it's just like, no, they just coaxed the right dialogue they got out of them to make the scene work. You know what I'm saying?
2: And she's saying, you know, she very much has this desire to be you know to to marry well yeah and there was
0: a, there was a great moment where oh sorry that, oh no no go ahead well i said there was just that great moment where she goes like i was like uh, well, what I are you looking for a beer
2: bottle with my small hole uh, no no okay.
0: <laughs> she opens a beer bottle with her small hole
2: on camera <laughs> no okay.
0: i was thinking about the part where she said uh he said like well what type of guy are you looking for i was like i'm looking for someone who is like very old very old and she's like and she he said replied, nearly
2: dead yeah nearly
0: dead he's like well get someone who's had a heart attack already yeah <laughs> I'm like,
2: oh my god yeah <laughs> that was just such a good
0: moment yeah. um but yeah it was just kind of awkward you know hearing her saying like like before you could tell she really got what was going on like her setup was that she's saying like you know these things that are kind of like she's saying like hey you have to be kind of weak you have to you know already yeah. sort of you know portray yourself as a weaker person and da 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 this stuff is just sort of like Oh, this is kind of awkward. I mean, you it's know. weird.
2: Like, sugaring kind of straddles a right. line where it is sex work, but it's also but a there's a consensual
0: thing that they you know, want to do. And yeah.
2: Because it is basically sex work, you know, saying, like, okay, here's this performance that you're putting mm. on. I don't think there's anything really wrong with that. I get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, just in the context of the plot of the movie, we're looking at this 15-year-old girl learning how to become a trophy wife.
0: Right, in, in the context of she is already this person who's been chained up, like, treated like a subordinate person, mm-hmm. and then, like, here's oh, this they, person telling you how to... Did we mention
2: yeah. the cage? Did, have they bought the cage Oh, my yet? God. <laughs> they, they go to a farm and feed store yes. and buy a cage for her, and the, and the farmer's just completely blase about like, it. Like he's
0: just like, oh, for her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how many how many people can fit in here? Uh,
2: yeah, but we, we get a makeover sequence. She gets her hair done. She gets makeup done. She tries to eat lipstick. Yeah, th- uh, there's
0: one scene where he where they go to they're going to buy the uh, clothing and she says like, wait, these women own this business? It's like, could I own a business? And he's like, No, you can't oh, own a business. Uh, yeah,
2: that is where we, we start to get the um the first mm-hmm. like little foreshadowing of Tutars Uh, Tutar's Emancipation where she realizes (laughs) that the clothing store is owned by a woman.
0: Borat 2, The Emancipation of Tutar. That's what his movie is. Uh, Because, yeah, yeah. But he makes a joke to try to like sidestep it because he goes like a, he says, no, women can't own a business. It's too much for their heads. Their heads will explode. And and it shows the mannequins with their heads. Like, you know, those mannequins without the heads. And he points to that as like, oh, those were the previous owners and the heads exploded. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I realized something as as I was rewatching it. Like, wow. So, you know, we brought up Kevin Smith. Like, this is the daddy daughter evolution of gross out comedy that Jay and Silent Bob reboot wanted to do, yes. but done well. You know what I mean? And I think,
2: <laughs> and also, I, I do think maybe part of it working I mean, partly because Sasha Baron Cohen is, you know, doing really good work still.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that was <laughs>
2: shadier than I meant it to be. Ah! But I have hopes for Clerk's Three. <laughs> but, um, you know, but part of it is that that's not his daughter, that's an yes. actress and you know i think that if he were trying to work with his actual teenage daughter um, he wouldn't have been able to do that yeah. because you know you you have as a parent you have protectiveness towards your kid and
0: you just and, have certain eyes where you like you're not seeing where like you see them as beautiful and awesome and you're not right and yeah. you're
2: you're you're going to be able to look at another person more objectively and also you know like he does things with her for comedy, that if that were his actual daughter would have been really creepy. Right. Like, the, so... Well,
0: I mean, we're going to get into <laughs> a certain scene. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, Well, the they go to a bakery, and this seems like... And she is already really prettied up, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she looks gorgeous at this point. She's gotten her hair no longer it looks like a bird's nest, and she's wearing makeup, and she's cleaner. Um, and they go to this bakery, and this was just horrifying this was i think somewhere in georgia or south carolina yeah. and he's like okay and i think it was, might
0: have been where the people couldn't get the the gay couple couldn't get their cake uh, oh
2: okay that was,
0: i think that was what it was oh you know? so that I'm, adds a yeah. whole dimension <laughs> exactly that adds a whole dimension
2: then because so we've established then this is a place where they say hey if we don't believe in something we don't have to make that cake yeah exactly oh my god that adds a whole nother dimension because yeah. He says, "Okay, we're gonna get a cake as a present to send the premiere." And he says, "Put on the cake, Jews will not replace us." And she just and mm-hmm. she just does it, with a smile, <laughs> like, and she puts a little smiley faces, and she's just like, "Okay, so here you go." And no, no, no not, pushback not whatsoever, moment, not even like a second,
0: huh? <laughs> not a
2: moment's hesitation, and it's like, "Okay, so, uh, so that's not offensive to you, but a gay wedding cake is yeah. like that yeah. goes against." And um. And then this is more of a plot bit where uh, Tutara wants a cupcake and she sees these cupcakes that have a little baby on them, presumably for a baby shower. We've got a little plastic baby. And he says, no, 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 you can't have a treat. Uh, You know, daughters aren't allowed to have sugar or something because we've established, you know, daughters are these... Fourth class citizens, right? Um, but she she clings to his leg, sitting on the floor, and goes, "Give it to me, Daddy, please, Daddy, oh give God. it to me." You straight up
0: sounds like your Visser <laughs> you yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> So he agrees. He from the Edward. He gets the uh, he gets the cupcake with the baby, and then says, "Okay, well, we have to do it where no one can see." Takes her mm-hmm. behind a dumpster, and she's like, you know, stuffing the cupcake in her mouth, right. and then swallows the baby, uh. Uh, and so. So they go to one of these crisis pregnancy centers. Mm-hmm. Now I will say I I fucking I have such a huge fucking problem with these things. Uh, that's an understatement. Crisis pregnancy centers for anybody who doesn't know are fake clinics um they offer no actual medical services social yeah, services cuz i'm looking nothing. in that
0: room i was like um they
2: don't all <laughs> these things are and there's one there's one near where we used to live and i would just like flip it off every time i walked by but all these things are they they solely exist to bully girls out of getting abortions yeah. that is all they exist for because so imagine you're like a 16 year old girl and you're pregnant and you're broke and you don't have, you know, support and you don't know what you're going to do and you don't have good health care, whatever. And you go to one of these things thinking maybe they can help me. Like, I don't want to have an abortion. I want to have this baby. But, like, I need to know how I'm going to go to the doctor. I need to get vitamins. I need to get healthy food. I need to know how I'm going to take care of this baby. I need somebody to help me hook me up with resources. So if you're saying you want to prevent abortion, maybe you could, like, actually help people with those things. But no, literally all that happens when you go in there is they go, that's a baby that has a heartbeat. And if you have if you have an abortion, you're committing murder. You're a bad and,
0: person. And that's yeah.
2: literally all they do. But they wear lab coats. And they try to look like They have ultrasounds. That the only reason they have the ultrasound <clears throat> is to show it to the girl and be like, "That's a baby."
1: Yeah.
2: But they don't actually serve any kind of medical purpose. Because, like get, I
0: said, yeah. Like as I'm looking around the room, I was like, "I don't see any medical equipment." Yeah. Or do, anything. It, there's
2: there's nothing. There is no actual use or service to these places, and yet they prevent they present themselves as such. And they give misinformation. They lie. Yep. So yeah, these places are. It makes me so angry that they are even allowed to operate. But um, but yeah. So he takes tutar to one of these, and she sits down with a a pastor. He's a pastor. Hmm. This guy, not a doctor in any of any kind. He's a pastor, and the dialogue here is so fucking oh funny because we know exactly what happened yes. that she swallowed a little plastic baby from a cupcake but what she says is I have the baby inside me and it's hurting me and I want you to take it oh, out yes. and he's like no, 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 we can't do that because that's a life and Borat's going are you sure? I don't think that it ah. is and, <laughs> um, and then it comes out that <coughs> My my tatty put the baby inside of me. Oh I just God. wanted to give her a treat, but we did it behind the dumpster <laughs> where no one could see. And it's just absolutely horrifying. So this pastor is sitting here, you know, being given every reason to think that this right. woman is this this girl, this fifteen year old girl, is pregnant by her father. And he's just going, well, that doesn't matter now. The only yeah. thing that matters oh is that- the
0: way these people sidestep shit. Like, because I wrote this down. I wanted to write down what they said. Like. Basically, the idea of, like, yeah, let the fetus uh, live no matter what ha- what has to be confronted by its limits, right? Like, it's just, like, he keeps going, um, you know, I don't need to hear anymore. He's just refusing to grapple in it. And then finally goes, like, we're at this moment and we have to deal with the preservation of life, like, amongst all things. And not the clearly abusive relationship you're basically helping doom well, her and, to and as you watch know, it.
2: And you know what is really disgusting, too, is... Even if, and I fundamentally disagree with this, I think that wanting an abortion is sufficient reason to get an abortion. Mm -hmm. Nobody should be forced to be pregnant when they don't want to be. However, even if your moral belief is that a fetus is every bit as much a human life as a baby and that abortion is murder and it's never okay and even in a case of rape or incest that fetus should not be killed... Even if that is your moral position, there is no reason to sit there looking at a girl that you think was just raped by her father right. and ignoring that instead of saying, right. all right, you need to get out of the room. I'm going to stay with her. I'm going right. to call the cops. Right. I'm going to you know, do something. Like, there are you know, even if your belief is you need to not have an abortion no matter what, that doesn't mean that you need to sit there and play nice with a guy you think raped his daughter. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, he's get like, and the way they're setting up the scene is giving them all the, like, The context, like, using certain words, but if you didn't just see the scene that had happened, you would think that, oh, he's talking about actually putting a baby inside of her, right? It's that sort of thing. Right. And, like, so giving you only the wording that would allow you to think of it in the worst terms of what that Mm -hmm. would look like, and him still going... No, because it has already happened, and we have to deal with the, you know, and the, not
2: and not reacting to that at all, or trying to help her in any way. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's, it's that assumption that no, you have to do you. This is yours to bear now. You and know, it's,
2: and it's that same thing of if you if you really are saying we don't want girls to have abortions, we want to help them not have abortions. Are you going to help them? Are you going to connect them with WIC? Are you going to teach right. them? You know, are you going to like help? help them find a, a midwife like what are you going to do to actually help them mm. and in this case like okay you don't want her to have an abortion but are you going to help her get away from her father who's raping her mm. as far as you know like you know it's it's just absolutely disgusting yeah so, like you
0: see what they actually
2: care yeah. about <laughs> so the hypocrisy of both the bakery and the crisis pregnancy center are uh, are exposed yeah. in quite a satisfying way and um, and somewhere in there, we learn that Tutar has this book that is like the it's about how to care for daughters, and then yeah. it includes oh yes, it includes instructions for her father with like these almost medieval woodcutting looking in mm-hmm. illustrations, but then also like kids' book illustrations yeah, and yeah. stories in there. Um, and when when does she go to the babysitter? That happens.
0: Uh, that happens after... That? after the, because what happens first is uh, they go to the um, the debutante ball thing, right? And...
2: I, yeah, they, they take... Oh, a real quick note, because this is like a weird, sweet, gross moment, that she poops out the plastic baby, keeps it, and dresses it up like her father. Yes.
0: Um, <laughs> it becomes a plot <laughs> but, uh But yeah, so,
2: so she attends a debutante ball... And um and it's there are cutaways to uh, Borat in disguise having a conversation with an etiquette teacher, mm-hmm. um, and he mentions that his daughter's on her period and says, "Is that oh. going to be a problem?" And the etiquette teacher says, "No, no, no." You know, oh, I didn't
0: know. I forgot that line. <laughs> so they're at
2: the ball. She looks beautiful. She's wearing this this yellow dress. Yeah, like, looks like
0: out of uh, Beauty and the Beast, you know what I mean? Right, and
2: he's kind of, like, dignified looking in a suit, and he's got this big beard and, you know, this disguise on. And they start dancing together because they have the daddy-daughter dances, and most of it is creepy slow dancing. Mm -hmm. But when Borat and Tutar start to dance together, they're doing this really cool folk dance, and everybody's kind of smiling and clapping at first, and they're doing this really neat thing. And then she starts... Uh, hiking her skirt hiking up, the up. skirt, yeah. And then Flash is
0: just... Well, you see that she has recently cut her hair. I... Oh, oh, no, see, that's what I no. thought. I thought that... See, they referenced her having hair around her vagina, so I thought that she had cut her hair and it was bleeding out. That's what I thought. What was happening? No,
2: that's her. She's on her period. Okay,
0: right. so, so yeah, so at first you just start to see little blood, and it just becomes more yeah, and more so as she's she, dancing she, around.
2: She flashes her. She's wearing like white granny panties with her bush coming out through the leg holes and it's blood soaked oh, and then she's just dancing more and more with her skirt up starts doing russian and then, kicks and shit right and then it <laughs> ends with her on her back on the floor with her legs up and spread and borat standing over her gesturing towards her crotch oh, my God. and everybody um but I you know, this is this is the culmination of a debutante ball where Borat was going around asking all these men, like, how much would you pay for my daughter? And mm. one guy says, Five hundred dollars. And like... this teenage girl standing next to him goes that's fucking disgusting well, I
0: think that was his, probably like his granddaughter or some shit yeah I think yeah just like, like he seemed like he was being a creepy old ass man you know letting yeah. letting fly, the, pass the it fly fast and loose with the jokes He was I just like hey this
2: teenage girl just goes that's fucking disgusting yeah. and I was like okay the kids are okay yeah right the kids are
0: okay they just have to deal with this yeah.
1: alright <laughs> you
2: know um, um, but they leave the debutante ball and it was clearly a failure yeah
0: yeah oh oh I, I love it he got them announced as Mr. Philip Drummond i i noticed that Ugh. you know that's a reference to right uh-uh. <laughs> what was that 80s tv show where uh, different strokes where oh, the two black okay. kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and uh then after that is the scene where he he tries to uh meet pence yeah this happens earlier in the movie than right? i thought it was gonna Wait. happen
2: yeah the plastic surgery happens after they try. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they go to, uh, Pence is speaking at this Republican convention.
0: At the Gaylord. At the Gaylord, uh, <laughs> where we
2: both been to con,
0: so that was funny. So I was just watching as he runs, like, through the lobby, and I was like, oh my In a
2: kkk yes!
0: And he says, excuse me, I'm Stephen Miller, I need to get to the...
2: <laughs> um, I was like, oh my god, that's too But good. He, he disguises himself as Trump in a fairly realistic rubber Trump mask. Yeah. Oh, it
0: was creepy.
2: Slings Tati over his shoulder and basically runs in saying, you know, to Pence that I've got, you know, I've got this gift for you. And Pence looks like he's gonna Stone fucking face like angry spitting daggers. Yeah. Like he looks like he if looks could kill.
1: Yeah. Um And and what I love about <laughs> it
2: but what I love about it though is it's like your boy is
0: a fucking perverted sex- sexual assaulting dude, so like- why do you even look at me like, how dare you point that out? Like, you yeah. know like
2: It's I not mean, like, Trump isn't that pretty, you know? It's that's like, <laughs> that's what that, that's exactly how dare yeah, you I guess know.
0: that's what he's really mad about. Yeah. It's just like, fuck you for bringing that up. Yeah. Because, like, because guys like Pence try to, like, we are the dignified and sure yeah. we have to work with the buffoon but like, we're still, we have our yeah. thing that we need to do and he's allowing yeah. us to do I that. Th- so really. think, but it's like no, if you care so much about dignity and all this shit, you shouldn't be standing for that asshole, you know? Yeah, like, Pence
2: wishes he were George H.W. Bush's vice. Vice president. Right, he right, is
0: not, and um, what is it? Oh yeah, so, and I caught wind of what he was saying Uh, because this was beat, like way a couple of months ago. This is probably in like February when this part was recorded, and you hear Pence saying, "There's only been 15 cases with only one new one over the past two weeks, so yeah, everything is going so great." It's that it's little like, old, wow. It's that, it's that
2: like, and I always want to,
0: and I always want to be like, okay, like it's these things where I feel like it, we're just like you. Know, like I'm sorry, but like conservatives, like they're always wrong. All you have to do is give it some time, and they are wrong about things. And it's like this is well, something we're, they were so demonstrably wrong about because they were trying to play it down. And right, like,
2: because you know anybody can be wrong about things. Anybody can make mistakes, but they knew. Yeah, they specifically they were knew. playing
0: it down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, and then we get to the scene with the the black woman. Who doesn't put right. up with the bullshit. Well, right. So, okay.
2: So, basically, the thing with Pence fails. They're thrown out. Borat's getting ready to go back and be executed. And I think it's Tutar has the idea, uh, where they're looking together, but they, they figure out the idea that she instead is going to be given as a gift to Rudy Giuliani.
0: Oh, yeah. And in order There's to- There's another scene where they go back right.
2: to the copy. And in, and in order to make herself more uh, appealing to Rudy Giuliani, they go to get her a ton of plastic surgery.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um... And that's, you know, obviously horrifying as you would expect. Uh, but during the day, while Borat is trying to, you know, finish getting the money together. Right, right. Uh, by giving this random guy a haircut, and the guy's weirdly. I was trying spo- to figure out, like, what did this scene have to do with that thing? That was just funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, Borat, and he kept
0: sniffing the.
2: <laughs> Borat decides he's going to get the money. By becoming a barber, and he's got, like, these huge, terrifying, rusty, yeah. like, oh sheep-shearing shears. Why
0: would you even want still want a haircut after dude, you saw that?
2: I mean, I think that guy must have been, like, you know, told what was going on. But he's Maybe. just sitting there, like, cool as a cucumber, getting his hair snipped. And Borat's, like, snipping a little of his hair and showing it to him. And he like, goes, that's all right. And he snips his hair, shows it to him, that's all right. And it, like, and then, oh, my God! This would take forever! It was really funny. But so, during the day, um, Tutar is left with a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, who, uh, is basically, I, and, you know, I'm curious how much this woman knew, because there are scenes that are just Tutar and the babysitter in the car, um, Mm. and it doesn't seem like it, so I feel like she must've, like... I feel like she must have been given something.
0: Maybe like on a certain level, it yeah. was like yeah. Um,
2: but so she, this woman, you know, like is, you
0: could easily tell. Like I thought, I think about like reality shows and how all the time, yeah, they're able to manipulate it's like it's like a little you bit. Know, like, but yeah. so this
2: woman is reacting as any decent person would to the situation with Tutar of telling her you know, you, you are 15 years old. Like, first of all, touching your vagina will not result in you being swallowed whole by <laughs> right. your own vagina. Well,
0: well the initial uh, w- uh, way we're introduced is like, I mean, you know, he walks in and he's clicking this dog he's thing. He's clicking
2: a dog clicker. Yeah, to be like, he, all right, she he sits t- He has her change to a kettlebell. <laughs> um,
0: and so already this black woman's just like, um... What's happening now? Right,
2: she's just you know she's like reacting as you would, and um and then Tutar is like read me my favorite story, and it's a yeah. story about a little girl who touches her vagina, and then she gets swallowed yeah. whole by her vagine. <laughs> yes. oh my god. Um, and you know and this woman tells Tutar like you. It uh, can be anything you want to be. You can drive a car. Yeah, it's okay for you, you to touch
0: your vagine. N- you
2: can, you know, like, you should not be trying to get plastic surgery and marry an old man when you're 15 years old.
0: Yeah, um, and it is such a sweet moment it's as it's really, happening. Like, it's
2: really sweet. And you just want her, like, this woman to adopt Tutar. <laughs> um, but so Tutar uh, has this, like, you know, awakening. She She's talking to the babysitter, and the babysitter is sort of planting these ideas in her head. And Tutar... Uh, is about to walk into the plastic surgery clinic to get a boob job and a rhinoplasty, which is completely unnecessary, Mm. uh, and all this stuff. And she... um, She
0: sees another woman driving a car. She sees
2: another woman driving, and she's like a woman driving and she follows that woman into a hotel where it's a Republican women's convention. Yes,
0: good lord. And
2: and it was funny because it's like, on the one hand, these women are Republicans and conservative, but on the other hand, you know, they're women trying, they, it's a group of women trying to organize their political, mm, you know, thing. Yeah, mm. And so, it's like...
0: <laughs> oh, oh, let me give you a quote. Let me give you a yeah. quote from what <laughs> on this fucking thing. Because specifically, uh, what is it? The woman says, "Because uh, uh, like you said, like, yeah, these Women, you know, trying to like use their you know, mm-hmm. power or whatever, and then like you listen to what they're saying, and the quote that that she that the woman says who's up there before uh, Tudor comes in is, is like women are having children out of wedlock, and this is a oh, horrible yeah. thing, and I think it's because of the decline of Christianity. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, it's, wow. it's
2: awful, but I think I and I and I think specifically like. This was a really good group to do this. Oh, absolutely! Because if perfect, you know, because they're conservatives, so you know they're gonna be shocked, and they're also going to try to be polite. Yes, and they're going, and also because you know it is a group of women, and theoretically, like these are women exercising their power, and so Tutar is like just thrilled, and she's introduced, and all these women are like, you know. 40 and up and so they're very excited to see a young woman and they're like yes yes we're so glad you're mm. here um, and she excuses herself to the bathroom and touches her vagine and I think you know it's I like that Sasha Baron Cohen has this motif in his films masturbation of masturbation <laughs> as like a great moment of awakening the awakening moment <laughs> so it's right. much like uh, much like uh, The Dictator uh, Tutar has this moment of masturbating and realizing her own power. And she comes out and she says, Women, did you know that you can touch your cunt and you won't be swallowed? There are no teeth. Yes. And she's like describing exactly how to masturbate. Mm-hmm. And all these like middle aged Republican white ladies are sitting there just like, like kind of going, What is happening? And, and
0: um, no, what I really <laughs> enjoy about the scene is that it's like, you know, we we have been playing Tutar as this, this uh, character who's, you know, part of this more, quote-unquote, backwards culture mm-hmm. where people are being so, like, regressive concerning how they treat women. But it's like, when you look at these women who, like, are standing on the backs of women's liberation mm-hmm. from the 60s and 70s. Like, the fact that they're able to hold, well, like, you know, office and do all of this shit is like, it's because of women's lives I mean, on a certain time. They're, you know fillish, what I'm saying?
2: they're all basically Phyllis Schlafly. Yes. They're, and so, you know, these women who are politically active and yet campaigning against women yeah, being.
0: Po- politically active. active, and yet what do they want? Oh, no, no, no. See, we want uh, uh, women to have better lives. So how do we advocate for that? Well, if, if we would just go back to Christianity when, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, divorce wasn't necessary and it's just like they're it's it's like the same regressive shit but cloaked in this idea that it's it's trying to be progressive because they know they can't say the bullshit that they really want to say you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying so they have to act like oh no i just care so much about women and that's why we need to push for christianity and uh they're women
2: and i think they do genuinely believe that they are advocating for women uh, it's just cognitive dissonance. It's yeah. there, you know. But but Tutar, you know, is is being very graphic here. And one of the ladies, this was so good. One of the ladies, they're all just kind of staring at it. And then one of the ladies just starts clapping and goes, well, thank you for sharing. Ah! Call, call her an Uber. Yes! <laughs> uh, and and Tutar, um, Borat comes up and, and finds Tutar outside the hotel and is like, okay, you got to go in for your plastic surgery now. And she says, no. Mm. Um, and this, she's she's had this great awakening. She says, no, I know that women can do anything now. And I'm on Facebook and I've learned everything oh from my Facebook. God. And did you know that the Holocaust didn't happen? I read it on Facebook. Uh. So, and then she rides off in the Uber. So, double whammy, not only did he lose his daughter, mm. but he finds out the Holocaust didn't happen. And we forgot to mention... Early on, it's established that Kazakhstan's great national pride is the Holocaust. Yes, which again, apparently, the real Kazakhstan has almost no anti-Semitism. So I just felt like that needed to be pointed out.
1: Mm.
2: But uh, you know, so they they celebrate Holocaust Remembrance Day to celebrate their oh great my Lord. the the doing that. Um, and so he is thrown for a loop. Uh, yeah, and he's, finally, he's all in
0: disarray you and,
2: know. and he says he wants to commit suicide but he can't get a gun so he's just gonna go to the nearest synagogue and oh, wait for man. the next mass shooting and
0: I like my that was the moment where my mouth was dropped I was like what the fuck is about to happen and, next
2: and this is really like that kind of thing is where um, you know Sasha Baron Cohen's uh, you know Obviously, a lot of what he has to say is about anti-Semitism. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's Jewish. And, and his commentary on anti-Semitism, I feel like, has some of the most teeth mm. of anything. Mm. Um, because, yeah, like, we're sitting here watching synagogues and you know and mosques and black churches mm-hmm. um but obviously the synagogue is is what really hits close to home for him but we're seeing these shootings that basically nothing is being done about you know mm-hmm. we had tree of life a, a couple years ago and he um yeah it's it's like it's this moment played for humor and yet that's that's it, serious it, that yeah,
0: is... what as it started it's such a dark like it's such a dark cut because, like, yeah. my, like my, I re- specifically remember my mouth being open, like, "Uh, what's gonna happen?" And yeah. then you see him walk in with. He the... goes
2: into a synagogue. This is uh, Temple Cole emmet I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, Voice of Truth is. Oh, that's actually. I didn't even think about. It. Is the, is the name of the synagogue Cole emmet I I think it's Kolemet, which is Hebrew for voice of truth, and I I didn't even, like, clock that while we were watching the movie, but yeah, the synagogue he goes to is called Voice of Truth. That's, That's what the name means. If it, in fact, is Kolemet, and I'm not remembering it wrong. Um, but he walks in with this like he's got this like long rubber nose and little devil wings looks like a mosquito or some
0: shit like
2: yeah just like the most anti-Semitic costume you could imagine I think
0: he's got like someone on a puppet string. yeah he's got
2: like yeah it's just and he's walking in going like how's this weather we've been controlling yeah
0: I was like oh my god like if I yo this man should have gotten decked in the face yeah and
2: it's and it's these two it's these two little Old ladies yes. just sitting there, and they turn around and look at him, and they and come up just, to him, and yeah. and one of the ladies who is we find out a Holocaust survivor. Oh my goodness! She she just starts talking to him. And she's like, "You don't need to be afraid of me." And she comes up and she says, "You don't need to be afraid. And look at me. You know, I'm a human, right?" And she oh, him,
0: well, before that, he says, uh, "The worst thing happened to me that could ever happen to a human being." Or a Jew, you know, and, yeah. and you know he tells him <laughs> and, the problem.
2: Um, and and she gives him a kiss, and now there's a cut, and there's a hard cut in there between them initially encountering him, and then they're sitting there eating, I think kreplach, and mm-hmm. um, and I read that apparently like they did tell these ladies what was going on. Mm. Um, apparently, her family, one of the ladies, uh, Judith, um, her family. Some of her family is claiming that she wasn't told what was going on and is trying to sue her. Is trying to sue Sasha Baron Cohen. And Mm. she she passed away. The film's actually dedicated to her.
0: It's like it's not like she Um, looks bad in the yeah no um, (laughs) she she, looks great. So she she confronts this guy who's like clearly looks like an anti-Semitic like guy.
2: Right. She is just really just so kind and warm and and countering his grotesquerie. Um, by just educating and, mm-hmm. and she's really amazing and
0: and, and while um, she ends up saying like no the holocaust did happen Yeah.
2: so she tells because he says something and she says that you know I was in the holocaust and he's like what the holocaust happened and she says yes I saw it and he's like you saw it and then he's like, then he's like dancing out the door oh my and god that the was so I was like oh my yeah. lord but yeah. you know we, we can enjoy knowing that these <laughs> right. ladies
0: knew what was going on <laughs> just the way it looks as, like a scene is like
1: fuck you. Yeah.
2: Um so I, at that point he has regained his joie de vivre knowing that mm. the Holocaust happened and um and I believe his plan at that point is he's going to get his daughter back and he's going to give her to Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Um but this is right at the beginning of the serious onset of the pandemic at this yes. point. And he's walking around. Why are the streets so empty? This part was chilling. <laughs> yeah, we
0: are just like, oh,
2: right. Oh. <laughs> 2020. Yeah. Ah.
0: So we had to stop real quick because I haven't had to use the bathroom. And uh, he walks back in with Zoe in tow. And I'm just like, what's, what's going on? Why are you just bringing the cute cat in here? And he's just like, you know what? It's on my mind. I'm going to clip the cat's toenails. I well, just
2: keep forgetting. I've been trying to trim her nails for days, and I keep forgetting to. And yeah, she really needs it. They're way too long. So uh, uh, that's happening. So I we almost <laughs> forgot, but he goes back to the babysitter's house. Yes. Um. Right, because she gives him the real, like, you know they like you need to to love your daughter, mm-hmm. um, but he goes back and you know basically he's asking her about how to find Tudor, and she tells him off and says like you you know you are doing wrong by your daughter and you need to love her, and he realizes he does love his daughter, and this was where I mentioned the the lampshade hanging that was so great because you know he clearly has a type he likes big black ladies <laughs> and and he says to her and it's like. You're you're almost wondering is like okay are they gonna set this up if she's the new love interest and that yeah. like I feel like that would be kind of cheap. Yeah, you know? and, and no, I, and I like the and, way they
1: yeah,
0: handled and, it with and that lampshading, Yeah,
2: and like he's about to leave and then he pops back into her yard. I think he's still wearing the anti-Semitic costume at this point.
0: No, he's not. He's oh, not. he's
2: not. No, he turned it. But oh, he comes in. She's wearing a mask at this point. Like that was like yes, a weird, that's what it is. That's the the weird, um, just seeing that shit happen. Like, oh, Duncan this happened in the, in the middle of this. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because at first she's just babysitting, whatever. He comes back, she's wearing an N95 <laughs> mask, but um, but yeah. So he pops back in and he says. Will you be my new black wife? Yeah. And she says, "No, I will not be your new black wife." Ah! And it was like I was glad that they addressed it, like they didn't mm-hmm. just leave it hanging. Like obviously she's his type, but also no, they're not going to just automatically make her his love interest <laughs> because
0: exist. because she is clearly she's... seeing how awful this person is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And um, oh yeah, and I forget. So yeah, when we first when he first discovers that the quarantine is happening, he wa- he happens to walk up to this. Uh, this dude with the long beard outside of a outside of a corner store.
2: Can I just say, sorry? What happened to Borat's wife? Did she get eaten by a bear too? Do all his wives just get eaten by bears? Uh, oh my god! Yeah, because <laughs> like he comes back and like his sons are there and his daughter, but like. And he says something, but he wants to see his wife, but then she's just not there, and it's like either the neighbor stole her, or just all his wives get eaten by bears.
0: Oh, like it's anyway know, tragic life. <laughs> so yeah, he he talks to this uh, to this guy, you know, he, he's telling him, where is everybody, you know, and he says, oh yeah, it's quarantines, it lockdown, and all that sort of stuff, and he's like, oh, I have nowhere to go, can I stay with you? And the guy goes like sure. And I was like, oh, wait, what? That was the scene that, but like, this had to have been planned, right? It's like, you don't just ask it uh, randomly. Should... Yeah, <laughs> there,
2: is some, um, there is apparently some debate ranging about whether this guy and his friend uh, that, you know, you hear he quarantines with Trump supporters, the two Trump supporters, these two men. Um, it's not clear what their relationship is, if they're roommates yeah, or if they're know. just friends who happen to be quarantining together for this period of time. They might be a couple. It's not... I
0: don't think I, they're a couple. There are <laughs> a few things on Republican yeah, rednecks. Yeah. See, that, that that was a specific thing. I was, Yeah, the, we uh, had to mention, like, yeah, these are, like... QAnon conspiracy theorists, weird-ass there, there are
2: alt-right gays. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. sad, but, you know. The, the, so, the
0: cognitive dissonance is, is great between lots of people. <laughs> but,
2: um, you know, it seems unlikely that paranoid QAnon-believing rednecks would, A, agree to quarantine, since they actually yeah, later that's what I was thinking. go I was to like... an anti-mask, anti-quarantine rally, and B, that they just let this random foreign guy come and stay with them. Yeah. You know, but people are complicated. You never know. So he goes Mm. to stay with these guys and it's like, again, it's like this weird, I think what you notice with a lot of Sacha Baron Cohen's work is a lot of really nice people often have really abhorrent beliefs Mm -hmm. and just because somebody is nice or has good qualities and it is a genuinely, like if you're somebody who's like, yeah, you random stranger on the street, like, come be safe in my home, and even though I don't know you, come, court, right. like, that is a genuinely good thing to do, but, but, you know, even so, people can do real harm yeah, pe- out of those beliefs.
0: Yeah, people can see the humanity in a person coming up to them and saying, oh, I need some help right now. But when it's, like, online, and it's like, oh, I hear from online that Antifa is the worst thing ever, and they're trying to take down the government. You know what I'm saying? And and the
2: thing is, the thing with QAnon that is so frustrating, and I've listened to, like, a few podcasts, like, really digging into it. The thing is, is that it is... you know, it's basically a big alternate reality game, except that people mm. take it seriously. Mm. Like, if you have never, if so, for anybody who's not familiar of uh, what an alternate reality game is, sorry, tangent, real quick. Uh, so an alternate reality game is um like lonely girl 15 if anybody remembers that was the start of an alternate reality game it's basically little clues and breadcrumbs dropped all over the internet and sometimes in real life and in all these like sort of easter egg places on real platforms and, and across different mediums and the idea is that people, you know, can sort of interact with these clues and things and put together stuff in real life. Mm. And so if that is something like a soap opera on YouTube, that's really fun. But with QAnon, it's, it's got that appeal, except that people take it seriously and they really believe that they're like saving children from, you know, from hormone drinking vampire monster uh, yeah, pedophiles they, they have
0: to torture kids in order for their adrenal
2: glands and so i'm listening like what is this right. guy talking about? and it's like it sucks because it's like you you can see these impulses in people where on the one hand yeah theoretically wanting to save children that you believe are being trafficked is admirable but under that the only reason you believe that in the first place is because of this Paranoia because of egotism and thinking you're smarter than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Because of, you know... The
0: protagonist I'm, syndrome where you're like, no, right. if I have it figured out. If it's this thing that other people aren't saying, but fits what I want to happen, this has got to be the truth. Because it's it's just, people just aren't willing to listen. like yeah. Right,
2: and it, and it kind of reminds me of, um you know, of those guys with the era and who is America. It's like, oh, yes. once you get down to the point of you're saying, I want to save children. Well, yeah, who can object to that? You want to save children. But what you think you need to save them from and how you got there is because of all these really harmful and stupid and corrupt beliefs mm. that got you to that point in the first place. And
0: I think it's so funny because it's like, I think I saw a comment that, that was talking about this and it's like, you know, if you want to like be like, oh, exposing the Democratic Party for d- doing awful things, it's like, you know, there are like real policies we could be talking about. Right. <laughs> you know, like... like
2: that's the frustrating thing too. Or like there are is actual child trafficking. Child yes. trafficking is an actual problem. Kids, there are it... kids in cages at the border. Right, the kids. <laughs> in, if you care so much. Kids in cages at the border being being tortured. Being, I mean, not like just before anybody comes at I me mean, goes. Oh, I'm actually, you know, the kids in cages at the border are being given. Inac- inadequate hygiene, food, uh, clothing, blankets. They're, they've got lights on all the time. They're being sleep-deprived. It doesn't matter they're if it's catching, a fucking accident. They're catching diseases. <laughs> they're being molested. If you're sitting here worried about pedophiles and child trafficking, those kids are being molested. They're being taken away from their parents. All this shit is going on, and we have actual credible evidence that all this shit is going on. But if the people responsible for that shit are the people that you politically align with. It's so much easier to ignore it and make up a weird fucking fairy tale about, yeah. you know, and like I'm not a fucking fan of the Clintons and you know Bill Clinton was friends with Jeffrey Epstein. I yeah. fully believe Bill Clinton has gotten up to some shady shit. But <laughs> yeah. but they're not fucking trafficking children to harvest their adrenal glands. Yeah,
0: it's just this is some like you know what it is? They treat it like these people are super villains and not just like a-holes who are taking advantage of things for, you know, their own probable financial gain, right? Mm-hmm. That's usually what it is. Like, if, if there is chicanery and fuckery going on, you follow the money trail. Not just, ooh, I just want to torture kids just because I want to suck well, their the, blood out they, of them. Well,
2: they'll gain immortality. And as people have pointed out, um, as people have pointed out, the QAnon conspiracy is basically an updated version of blood libel which is the conspiracy that Jews um, kill Christian babies of to it's always- uh, use Jesus their Christ. blood to make our matzah.
0: Oh, my Lord. Because, what
2: are they? What? Yeah, like, if you've ever had matzah, I promise you it doesn't have blood in it. <laughs> uh, it is it is a giant dry cracker. Mm-hmm. But somehow, um, that was a big conspiracy theory in the Middle Ages that Jews uh, would kill Christian babies and use their blood to make matzah. And actually... Um, there for a very long time, and I think some people still do this. A lot of Jews uh, during Passover will not drink red wine; they'll use white wine because they don't want to risk having a glass of something red on the table during Passover hmm. because of the blood libel. So it doesn't oh. it doesn't surprise me that Sacha Baron Cohen hmm. would be particularly uh, interested in exposing the stupidity of the QAnon. Yeah,
0: and I do love how I think one of the scenes ends with them with him. Like, Borat showing him, showing the guys the book that he has that's, like, really aggressive mm-hmm. and, like, sexist and stuff like that. And going, like, no, the fact that you believe that, like, babies are conceived by, like, the two doctors putting their penises in her mouth. No, that's, that's a conspiracy theory. That's nonsense. And it's just like, oh, oh, is it? Is that is that a conspiracy Does, does Borat need to look a little deeper into yeah. uh, the, the, the things that he consumes? Uh- <laughs> well, I do really
2: wonder about these guys because... They, if these were real people, they were just unaccountably chill about Borat. Walking around their house with a giant yeah. strap on.
0: There was that point, and I was I, like, "They're just not looking at them."
2: I, I don't know. I think I I think they may have either been actors, or I think more likely it was probably like you were saying, kind of a reality show situation mm. where you know they're they're probably being themselves and they're not, but but probably somebody approached them off camera and they were like, "Hey, here's what's going on." Hey,
0: there's this weird guy, he wants you know? To do this or, yeah,
2: yeah, and and they may have been compensated. I don't know, but um, there was a. This joke was, like, both really stupid and really clever at the same time. Where So, you know, Borat, with his Eastern European accent, is ordering something on the Alexa. And he says they need flashlights. So he says, Alexa, buy three flashlights. (laughs) (laughs) And Alexa sends them three flashlights.
0: (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, and, like, so the next day... Because he finds out the girl, uh, he finds out uh, uh, Tuthara had run away, and,
2: and they see her online. And instantly, she has instantly become a sort of anchor for a an Alex Jones type. I mean, uh, I can kind
0: of see it, because those guys are just YouTube grifters who are probably just picking up any pretty blonde mm-hmm. chick to yeah. uh, be their mouthpiece. Yeah. So, <laughs> Let's be real. So she
2: is, she's working for this Alex Jones type, sort of like far right conspiracy type uh quote unquote news show and and he finds out she's gonna be speaking at this anti mask, anti quarantine rally. So they go there the next day and this was like this was one of the scenes that was making me anxious for the safety of Sasha Baron oh Cohen yeah. and the actress playing his daughter because they're just there maskless around a bunch of other people who are not wearing masks, yeah. not following any kind of social distancing protocol. And I'm just
0: watching this like you guys are angry machine guns these motherfuckers have machine guns at the ready don't tell me what mask i can or can't wear and i'm like motherfuckers are getting beat up by the cops right now like this is
2: what you're angry about i don't want to wear a mask that's what affects that i mean i think i saw such a poetic uh image where somebody had like a BLM protester with a sign that said something like stop killing us mm. next to some fucking Karen wearing a like with a sign that said I want a haircut. Yeah. And and the thing is
0: it's like you think it's a joke but like that happened. I specifically remember because when lockdown first happened like
2: you know that was a photograph. Like, yeah. It yeah. really was. And,
0: but it's so crazy to think like that was because at first, when the lockdown first happened, and it was just like, it just started, the first thing that happened was all of these, like, people came out of nowhere complaining like, oh, we want them to open back up, and then as soon as you look into, like, the articles talking about it, it would be like, oh, yeah, uh some Betsy DeVos-funded group uh was, like, hiring people to, like, push people to go to these different things, and I was like, oh, so this is being AstroTurf, this is all bullshit, but it was just so funny to see, like, the first thing, it's like, you guys are trying to be legit, and your complaint is, I want a haircut! It's like... That's the best yeah. you could do to try to. Like and lay a, and in unfortunately, your case.
2: there are really people who think that it's a huge impingement on their freedoms mm. to tell people to socially distance and wear masks. And but it's, it's, it's those
0: people astroturfing. Yeah, it, how it, big that argument is to what, make it seem like it's. That's yeah. what
2: got the ball rolling. That's mm. what put that in people's heads. I think. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's incredibly frustrating. There was this thing going around saying. Oh, if you uh, if you snitch on people who break quarantine, you'd snitch on Anne Frank and oh, and get Harriet the fuck Tubman. Out of here. Oh, that's and it was like insulting. so, fleeing slavery or hiding from the Nazis <laughs> is not the fucking same thing as saying, "Hey, please stay in your house so you don't catch a deadly disease or give a deadly disease to anybody such... for a couple weeks." Like mm. people are trying for you to not die, Harriet Tubman. Belonged to people who <laughs> would have probably killed her. Anne Frank was hiding from people who wanted to kill her. But the you, quarantine is trying to make you not die. It's the opposite. It's the
0: cognitive dissonance because all you have to do is extrapolate the idea of people are making me do something I don't want to do. This is exactly the same, like when Anne Frank. You know, it's like yeah, it's so oh not looking God. at any of the factors. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, but yeah, yeah. So then,
2: anyway, there was this infuriating rally. Um, Borat comes disguised as a, what is he? He's like country Steve. Country Steve, yeah. And he, remi- he was like very much like straight Dave, and he gets <laughs> up and <laughs> sings this uh, song that he wrote with the guys he was quarantining with. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's like, inject them with the, uh, it's something, object, oh, inject Obama with the Wuhan flu. That's
2: right. It's like the, cor- the, the, um, yeah the, the chorus the the sort of refrain is inject him with the Wuhan flu but then also there's all these things about how it's fake and it's not real and it's a hoax it's yeah. like so yeah fuck those people inject them with the Wuhan flu except it's not even real Yeah, it's it, not really a disease but inject these people I hate with it
0: it's just like you don't have an actual like moral compass that decides why this is, you want this right, and why you just, don't want it's this just it's just, just oh they ball. don't like that and they're being sensitive by me saying it well, well I'm gonna say it and it's like it's but just, you don't know what actually have a cognitive yeah. reason why you do it you're just doing it in it's trigger like the that
2: uh, it's like that key and peel sketch where um obama is talking to all the congressional republicans and just saying the opposite of whatever he wants so <laughs> they, they, and like basically being bugs bunny right I mean, right oh.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah there's yeah. one line where he says uh he's trying to get a call and response he usually does this in his movies you know and he's like inject them with the Wuhan flu and chop them up like the Saudis do and it's yeah. like oh what should we do with the journalists inject them with the Wuhan flu and they said no chop them up like the Saudis do and i just love like that point of that happening right cuz it's like you know how these people are just as blindly hateful as the Arabs that they like think are blindly hateful towards them so that's why we have to attack them first because those people are just hateful bloodthirsty you know monsters so because they're heartless monsters it's okay for us to dehumanize them because they're not human anyways right so that's why it's okay for us to kill them first because because they're the bloodthirsty monster yeah. you know it's like the so like you just circular logic your way into being like And that's why it's okay that they're dehumanized, because they're dehumanizing us, so we have to do it first. It's like,
2: huh? So Tutar is there covering uh, the story, but while he's on stage, the two guys that he was staying with talk to Tutar and say, look, your father really wants your help, he's going to get executed if you don't help him. And so she tells them, tell him, I don't want to see him right now, but I'll help. Uh, and, and that kind of is the big... Um,
0: that leads into the Rudy Giuliani
1: That re- leads into
2: the, the climax with Rudy Giuliani. Oh, my God. So, just because, you know, for the sake of getting the facts in order, first of mm. all, the, and, and I will say I'm getting a lot of this from... Um, there was a really good Slate article that broke this scene down shot for shot. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, the way this scene is shot, uh, m- pretty much all of the external scenes and the scene in the lobby... Uh, that are intercut with the scene in the hotel room are from different parts of the world. There's yeah. even a part of the shot in, like, Romania or something. Yeah, but, I and, mean, you know. And that's fine. That's standard filmmaking. And again, this is essentially a fictional movie, so I yeah. don't mean to say that Sasha Baron Cohen's being disingenuous or anything here. But just, again, for the sake of just getting the facts mm-hmm. straight, um, what I've seen a lot of is Rudy Giuliani put his hand down in his pants with a girl that he thought was 15. There's no reason to think that he thought she was 15. Right. Um, again, the actress is 24. The character is 15. But, in this instance, she's... She's, be- she's be- interviewing she's, him. She's interviewing yeah. him. She, she looks like she's her age. She looks like she's in her mid-20s. She's coming to him in the guise of a professional journalist. He has no reason to think she's a child. So... On that point, just to be clear, he doesn't think she's 15. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um He ha- can be creepy and not and that not be related right. directly and to And again, <laughs>
2: I'm, little, I'm not saying that to defend him. I'm just saying that so that if anybody comes and goes, oh, this is all just a hack job and he didn't do mm-hmm. anything wrong. No, because what happens is she is um, being pretty unprofessional in a way that should have clued him in. Like, she's... Talking about, oh, I just can't wait to feel like Princess Melania and, like, right. touching his knee all the time and giggling. Um, and to be
0: fair, like, he puts his hand on our way lower back at a certain oh, point. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. No, no, no. And again, not to say he's not being creepy. Um, but just saying, she is behaving in such a way that he should have been clued into the fact that she was not a serious journalist. Mm, oh, I get what you're saying. Um, but at this point, Borat has had this change of heart. I think it's because he found the pooped baby that she dressed up as him. Ah, uh,
0: yeah, she. Oh uh, no, I think he. Someone gives it to him. Doesn't the uh, the black woman give him the baby? And he sees it, and he's like, oh, oh wow, yeah, she, she it gave me.
2: it to him back then. And, and he's got the baby, and he's like, okay, I have to save my daughter. Mm-hmm. I can't let this happen. Right, I might have gotten the sequence of events wrong. Um, so he's going to try and save her, and he we see him running, and he's in a disguise. Well, he tries to go in at first. They won't let him in, so he puts on oh, yes. a disguise. And he's running, 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 and and he comes in disguised as a sound guy and trying to say, like, oh, mm-hmm. I think we have to call the interview off. The sound's not working. And she's like, no, it is working and um and they they end up uh she pulls him aside and he's like you don't have to do this i love you i don't want you to to do this um and she's like look i love you i don't want you to be executed i'm you can't stop me i'm gonna do this i'm gonna seduce him and so he leaves and she um goes into the bedroom with him again this scene like if you want look on slate.com if you want to see a really detailed like shot by shot breakdown um But essentially, he's, you know, he's, like, patting her lower back. He's fiddling with her dress or her mic or something. Mm. He sits on the bed. He leans back. And he puts his hand down his pants. I don't care if he was tucking in his shirt. He leans back on the bed and he sticks his hand down his pants. And it's, like, it's... (laughs) Like, there's no two ways about that.
0: And it's, like, it's tangentially related to... Because the way they cut it is, like... There's a mic that he needs to get out or something like that. But it's like, why would that be down your pants?
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) I
2: mean, you know, he can find whatever way. But like, no, there was not a reason he needed to do that. It was clearly inappropriate. And just as he's doing that, Borat busts in wearing, like, a mesh bikini. Yeah. Saying, like, take me instead, my anus is tight. Take me instead, you can have... And, of course, Giuliani freaks out and leaves. He's like, whoa. While Borat and Tutar, father and daughter chase him out begging he, both, both of them begging them, both of them begging him to fuck them yeah. like no my hole is better no my anus is better my hole my oh hole my, my hole it's,
0: but um, it's just specifically the fact like you see him go whoop like no does, one says oop when they're not, about right, to do when something they're not doing else.
2: something wrong. yeah he goes oop <laughs> um and so so they're doing this, and then we cut to them running down the street. I think we hear sirens. Yeah, I hear sirens
0: at one point, uh, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Which, somewhere. again,
2: you know, that could just be editing, but yeah. But the effect is they're running down the street, and they end up in an alley, and they have a touching father-daughter moment where they're like, "You know what? We're gonna go back to Kazakhstan together. We're gonna face the music," and they mm. hug. And then earlier, we saw her stick literal balloons into her dress <laughs> to make her boobs look bigger, and we hear a balloon pop while she's uh, yeah, yeah.
0: So, um...
2: And then we get the Mall.
0: Yeah, yeah. We we go back, you know, they're going to face the music, and they, they go to the one guy.
2: They're <laughs> in Kazakhstan. The... They're talking to the premier of Kazakhstan in his yeah. shitty little warehouse office.
0: And he goes, oh, you didn't do it? Okay, that's fine. You know, people make mistakes. And they're like, wait, huh? Everything's fine?
2: And, and then, <laughs> so they notice, um that he's got these very obvious out-in-the-open plans on the wall for creating a virus and sending it around the world as revenge for all the other countries laughing at Kazakhstan. Yes. And so that's why he's not mad. He achieved what he meant to achieve, and Borat flashes back on them, giving him, like, you know, supposedly giving him vaccines before mm. he travels and they're actually injecting him with bat juice
0: and uh then the, it does a montage of him like really quickly going around the world coughing on ducks and you know chinese wet markets yes and there's one part where he talks to tom hanks
2: yes he's in australia like, no, no, no. and like getting an autograph from tom <laughs> hanks and coughing on him i was like when that motherfucker actually got it though didn't he yeah he, like, did. Oh. he did that's why tom hanks got covid in australia oh wait so was he there did Sasha Barrett go and, I mean, what? that part what looked. Wait, <laughs> Well, that part looked green screen. Yeah, it was very but, clearly green screen. Yeah. But, like, did did Tom. I think Tom Hanks had recovered and he was like, yeah, sure, I'll put fun at it. You know? Okay, so
0: he it, this was afterwards? Because that's what I'm trying yeah, to get yeah, the timeline no, 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 I thought it was like, oh, no. we're just going to pick a random celebrity to fuck with. No, and no, then no, he no, happened no. to again. No, it.
2: this was like a reference to Tom Hanks. Okay. Because specifically, <laughs> because specifically it was in Australia and this was a reference to Tom Hanks getting COVID. In Australia. Oh, okay.
0: I was wondering why, because the background CG like looks so it, obviously it like, big. It was just like it was the like fucking- the Sydney
2: Opera House. Yeah, like, oh yeah, he's
0: just hanging out in front of the
2: Sydney Opera yeah, House. Yeah, no, that was, that was a reference. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they figure this out, and they run out into the hall to confront him and get him to confess, and then it turns out that they've been recording and transmitting it on the smartphone. Right. And they call back, and the guy who worked at the phone store is listening in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, it, that that's a good way to, you know, the, 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 the usual sort of, like, espionage, we recorded you doing this, so now um, you have to, yeah, yeah, and, I love it. And
2: they blackmail him, they say, so what do you want if we keep our mouths shut, which, you know, there's a little bit of a fourth wall moment that obviously they didn't, but, mm-hmm. um, and then they basically, they give their demands and cut to the afterward, where Kazakhstan is now a feminist country. Yes, right uh,
0: next to United States and Saudi Arabia.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and, um, and so now they export grooms instead of brides, and they have a wagon full of little boys in tuxedos oh. being shipped to Kevin's space. Yes.
0: Oh, I thought their point was that, I thought they were saying that, like, oh, child brides is sexist, so now we do child brides exactly. and child grooms.
2: No, only, <laughs> only the well. I've oh, I thought the point the was brides.
0: that, I thought they were saying, like, to be fair, now we're doing both genders. I think they were trying to make
2: up for something, but yeah, Yeah. they're shipping a bunch of little boys to Kevin's Oh, my God. And so Tutar uh, is now a, Tutar is now a a professional journalist. That's right. And she has a little gray suit, and Mm. she's got this sort of, like, she looks good, and she's got this, like, 90s girl, like, haircut, this 90s tough girl haircut Mm -hmm. that's sort of, like weirdly clinging to her head shape. Yeah.
0: And- she goes like, uh, she says, uh, I am now number four journalist in Kazakhstan, who number three. And you know, it shows the reveal of her. It's like, oh, that's awesome. And she goes, very nice. And he goes, no, you say it, not eyes. And she goes, don't mansplain to me. Yeah. And he goes, feminist yeah. <laughs> That's such a
2: great and then so they have the the finale is that they have replaced the running of the jew with the running of the American. oh
0: my god and i like i almost don't even want to give away how that looks because it's know just what? so hilarious. you know what
2: i mean i would hope that anybody listening to this has seen the movie because <laughs> if not we just told you the entire plot yeah but you know what? Yeah, let's just leave it. We, let's just leave it. We don't have to describe it, but let's just beautiful. say it's oh. great. It's beautiful.
0: It's a wonderful, like, um, answering reversal of, like, the uncomfortableness of, like, oh, you're showing these people over here as being, like, you know, th- this uh, insensitive stereotype. And then it's just, like, it flips it on its head yeah. <laughs> and shows and the opposite.
2: So, overall, I mean, this was... It's weird because I, I'm almost having trouble processing it still because... It, it came as such a surprise and yeah. such a shock that I wasn't anticipating Such this. a shock to the system of what, yeah, is, what I was wasn't, happening. I yet. wasn't really like anticipating this for any significant length of time. And it just plopped in out of nowhere. And there's Borat, 14 years older, and all this stuff. And I will say, Tutar is so much prettier than his companion in Borat 1. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: like, yeah, like, the... the satire is just as sharp as ever but it's one of those things where it's just like i'm not sure if it's because this is sharp or shit today is just so dumb I, he's I just like sharper. taking the shit out of it you I know think what it's i mean
2: sharper i think it's i think it is um it's it's tighter it is tighter mm. and um more focused and actually even you know it's more i think a little bit more cl- as good as borat one was i think this one was like a little bit more sophisticated. It wasn't groundbreaking. No, you're
0: right in it being sophisticated because, like, it really does take you to another level with how it treats the Tutar character. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't expecting there to be this sort of, like, deeper feminist commentary right, going because, on. Right, because, like,
2: in Borat 1, the joke is just him being sexist and people reacting to that. Yeah. Yeah, no, there was there was a lot to it, and I think the um, the overall plot was, uh, was a bit more, you know, meaningful. I mean, granted... Mm. The you know coronavirus happening gave him that plot, yeah. but you know the, that that plot being what's going on now uh, was a bit more meaningful than him simply chasing Pamela Anderson because yeah, he yeah. thinks she's hot. Um, um, and I will yeah. say I, I
0: love uh, how at the end it has that little bit where you know you know Kazakhstan get finally gets internet. Zoe,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and then yeah. I'm sorry,
0: Zoe's messing around, and I'm so afraid she's, she's going gonna... to hit a key. That's gonna mess up something. Zoe, come Zoe, here. Zoe, get out of the way.
2: All right. <laughs> Damn uh, it, Zoe.
0: Okay, it's still recording, so everything's okay. They have,
2: they have Kazakhstan influencing American elections, and yes. they show them like they show them trolling on Twitter, and like this little like Eastern European girl sitting there as a black
0: so, man. Yeah, speaking as a black man, I love Trump, and oh my god, did you see that uh, fake account that was like it was like a couple of like it was like a week or so before I saw this movie, so it, this was fresh in my mind. But there was this fake account that was, uh, that was like, you know, MAGA 2020. And as a black man, I'm, you know, voting for Trump. And this motherfucker who made this fake account was so lazy. For the profile picture, they just did like the screen cap of like, Black man that they found online, and you knew it was just a screen cap of a black man because if you look at the top of the picture, you could see the words black man picture. Like, oh my god, where they could just like they just, search they just it searched it on their phone blinding. and just screen capped it, yeah. Oh my
2: god, and so
0: it's just like wow, like damn, you motherfuckers, like so exposed to like shit, man. And it's so funny, like you think these espionage motherfuckers who try to like run, you think it's some sophisticated thing, it's like no, <laughs> not really, yeah. you know. But yeah, that is is oh my god that is borat borat 2 the, the way they ended this movie it was just the icing on the two because they fade out on it too and it's just the the you know the parody of america like the running of the americans or something like that and yeah. i was just like ooh oh yeah no yeah. no that shit and, hurt and, you know, I mean, obviously
2: we were gonna watch this for the podcast but even so, and I, you know, I haven't been doing any of that early access with the movies or whatever, paying the movie theater price. I, I you know, hmm. I wait for it to be rentable, but this is absolutely worth paying yeah. the $20 or whatever it is. Honestly, it, it, yeah, it is worth it. yeah. <laughs> like, this is something you want to watch now because. God knows how it's going to land in six months. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> who you know? knows what's going to fucking happen to Like, God knows. So just watch it now and get, you know, watch it now and get that little bit of, oh, well, you can.
0: Yeah, that little, oh, yes. You you get it, Sasha. You get you get what's yeah. going on. It really is, like, it's, like, we're in an era of such low-hanging fruit comedy, but it's being orchestrated, like, comedically in this film by someone who is so genius. He mm-hmm. still makes it work. Like, he could just, go like, make it, like, The weakest jokes as possible. But it hits you so well with how he sets up things, you know?
2: He is so the opposite of lazy with this. It is the opposite of lazy. He does a fantastic job. And now we have been um, introduced to a delightful new actress. Uh, Marina something, I think. Um, But, yeah, so... New new Discovery. Yeah, hope she does uh, more things because she was really, really great in She this, was yeah. really funny. I thought she was from Second City or something before I looked her up.
0: Yeah, I was like, I could um, have swore she was in something. And like, like, I think it's just like, she was so good. It was just like, this person has to have been in something else. Yeah. <laughs> and the
2: disguises are really fun. You can see a lot of that carryover from Who is America mm-hmm. with the really sophisticated disguises. Uh, yeah. And just, yeah, it was, uh, and of course the camera, the the, the actual film looks um, looks somewhat better because it's fourteen years later. Yeah. It's th- really, really worth watching. I mean, really I don't. Is. In a way, I don't even want to compare it to Borat One because they're two. They're know, doing
0: two different things, right? Yeah. They're doing
2: two different things. Borat One was something that was unique. It was something that had never been done before, really, um, and it was it was just absolutely a game changer. This is not so much you know a game changer doing something completely new and unique but it is just it's just taking everything up a notch it's enhancing really what in. the original yeah. formula is yeah yeah it's yeah. really it's really good
0: uh and as you can hear probably uh zoe was just meowing <laughs> she's,
2: she's sitting there glaring yeah she's telling us to wrap a this up hook. i got shit
0: so uh Thank you for uh, joining us for this episode. This has been the Reviewer New Podcast. Thank you especially to all the patrons and Kofi donations that keep us uh, doing this show. Your support is appreciated beyond words. And if you'd like to donate, go to our Reviewer New Patreon, uh, available at the link below, wherever this episode is posted. For only five dollars, you get to hear every episode of our show, not just the odd numbered ones. So damn it, Zoe! <laughs> <laughs> so get with it, act like you want it. And until next time, this has been the Reviewer New Podcast. I'm DJ. I'm Evan. And as the ending of the movie says, no vote or you will be executed. (laughs) I said, no,
1: bitch. Oh, I fucking killed you. Vote or die, motherfucker, motherfucker, vote or die. You can't run from a 38, go ahead and try. Let
0: your opinion be heard, you gotta make a choice. Cause after I slit your throat, you won't have a fucking voice.
1: Vote or die, vote or die. Okay.